this episode of Stripe It Like It's Hot is brought to you by Everline Coatings and Services. If you own a line painting business, you want to make money. And if you're thinking about starting a business, you might be intimidated. How do you how do you run the business? How do you get all those sales? How do you close jobs? How do you do all the stuff? The invoicing, the accounts receivable, the advertising. So much things go into it. That's why you should look at Everline Coatings and Services. They franchise line painting locations all across Canada and into the United States with a proven system to generate revenue for your business. For more information, visit everlinecoatings.com slash stripe it. Welcome to the Stripe It Like It's Hot podcast with your host, Cam Roberts. What's happening, Pod Squad? Welcome in to episode 17 of Stripe It Like It's Hot. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Hope you have paint. Oh my word. End of June. Hopefully there's uh, some light at the end of the tunnel or hopefully wherever you are, you've got some paint coming or you've got enough there. Oh, it's the year of the paint shortage. I hope you guys are doing good. Thank you for listening. If you want to give us a like and a follow on Instagram and Facebook, that would be awesome. We'd be much appreciated if you did that. Uh, the Instagram Stripe It Podcast, the Facebook page, Stripe It Like It's Hot. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show at any point, send me an email, cam at stripeitpodcast.com. Ooh, we're going to do a, a shorter episode today just talking about some of the common questions that I've seen in the line striping groups on Facebook. In fact, I'm actually going to rip through some of them and uh, just talk about them briefly. Um, quick note, though, about, well, two things, I guess. One, uh, we'll save the contest for a second. First thing, the Stripe It Academy is officially starting next week. That's the first week of July. So uh, I did set the deadline to join it as June 24th, I do believe. Yes, June 24th. That being said, there are some people who are still kind of on the fence about it, uh, and I'm, I'm just talking with them. So if you'd like to know more about the 12-week virtual group training program on how you can scale your striping business, get in touch with me as soon as possible. Like, I mean, as soon as possible. Um, it is starting in the first week of July, and the more the merrier. So if you'd like to know more about what the program is, um, why, who might be interested in taking it, basically, guys, it's a 12-week group call. So everyone will be on the same one-hour call. And each week we talk about a specific, unique topic in business that will specifically pertain to line painting. So if you want to know how to scale your business better uh, with, when it comes to uh, finding sales, if you're not finding enough work, or how to hire and attract employees, anything and everything to do with business, we will talk about it in those 12 weeks. So if you head on our Instagram page, you will see uh, in some of the previous posts the the 12-week curriculum and what those 12 topics are. Uh, second announcement is the photo contest. And because it's photo contest, we get to play the photo contest music. Yes, yes. The photo contest is open until the end of August. The last day is August 31st. You have until then to submit your best striping photo in 2021. So whether it's a funny picture, a great picture, a beautiful picture, a ridiculous picture, doesn't matter. Send in your best striping picture. It has to be in 2021. So we still got a couple months left, so I've only had a couple submissions to it. But the winner of this photo contest, the one who is judged to be the best photo, wins a cool $500 gift card to Amazon. 
So get their submissions in. Um, if you're waiting to take a, a good photo, you, you've got two months left, so you still got some time. But once you do have your photo, send it in to cam at stripeitpodcast.com. Our panel of judges, our three awesome judges, are going to pick their favorites from the best ten. And uh, the favorite one selected by that panel of judges wins a $500 gift card to Amazon. Super cool. So make sure you get those photos in. All right. So here's the deal. We're going to go through some of the co- the common topics that are in the line striping slash pavement marking form right now. These are just, I'm just literally going to start from the top and rip through and just talk about some of the things that a lot of people are talking about. And I'll share my personal thoughts on them. Um, I've mentioned the, the line painting groups before. If you guys aren't on them, um, there's three or four pretty popular ones on Facebook that pertain to pavement marking and line striping. Uh, be picky and choosy with the info that you get on there, right? Because not everyone on there has the, the greatest information. But uh, it's good to get on there, connect with the people and uh, see some of the common questions. If you ever are stuck on something, you can always use the search feature in those groups. Chances are, your question has been asked before. Uh, we're still waiting for a couple people. We're going to have an, uh, a paint shortage update next week with a special guest. So uh, we'll we'll dig into that next week. But for now, we just cruise the Facebook. So literally starting from the top, uh, First one I see here, does somebody have a source for a Graco 3900 trigger cable clip? Hey, that's a interesting interesting first one because I have no idea where you would get that part. But this, this post right here shows the value of why you should be in the line painting groups. I have no idea where you would get that cable clip. This guy, uh, Kent Wilson, says that he can't find one that they're back ordered direct from Graco. And as it turns out, who else? Jim Panzenhagen has the answer in the comments. Uh, perfect. I love this first one. Good example of when you have a tech issue... Um, and, and you're looking for something outside the box that Graco or Titan directly can help you with or your paint manufacturer, never hurts, man. Ask the question online, you might get a good answer. That's pretty That's pretty awesome. Uh, next post from Don Nero. He's asking about, oh, cool. It's like, a, it's like a tray. It's like a box that sits on the back of a Titan Lazy Liner. And he's wondering where you can buy them. See, that's a sweet idea. Uh, we, we don't have those on our line drivers or Graco line drivers, but I have seen guys on the Facebook groups that build their own. It's basically either like a like a box or a metal tray that mounts above the engine assembly. I've seen guys actually build like a little tow behind trailers behind their Graco line drivers. I, I, can't, I can't be an official advocate for that because I'm sure Graco would not recommend that. However, um, they seem to work really good. So that's a cool idea. Uh, nothing worse than when you're driving on your driver and you're across a parking lot and you forgot something or you need a piece of chalk or you've, you know, something. If you keep that on your tray uh, behind your line driver, then you're styling. Uh, next post, Dusty Spence. Anybody been doing this so long they have nightmares about it? Well, uh, <laughs> for me, no. <laughs> I, I'm sure some people do, maybe. I don't know. Next video, Jim Panzenhagen showing a guy using lasers. Super cool. Uh, next post, somebody looking for work. That's a cool thing about the line painting groups too, right? Like if you're looking to relocate or get a new job, um, some people post their jobs or, uh, or in this case, it's actually, they're looking for somebody tonight. Holy cow. Good luck with that in New Jersey. I'll hop a flight. I'll be there in uh, four hours. No problem. Uh, next question. Do most of the striping companies on here use a line driver? Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's got 21 answers to it. And I'm just going to quickly peruse the answers. It looks like most people say absolutely yes. 
Um, if you're striping daily, you should have it, in my opinion, says Charles Baker. Yeah, yeah. When you're starting out, guys, and you're starting out your painting business, obviously a driving attachment, either the Graco line driver or the, the lazy liner, it's probably not your priority, right, uh, financially. A lot of guys hold off on buying them because they do cost quite a few thousand dollars. But I think that is the right answer. If you're striping daily, if you're like a full production striping company, my goodness, it is a tremendous time saver. I think pound for pound, you'll be better off buying a laser ahead of the ride-on attachment. If we're just not talking about the comfort of your feet, obviously, but if you just want to talk about efficiency and, and as like what level of tech changes the game more, I truly believe the, that the line laser is the significantly better option if you can only buy one. The laser changes the game. It really does. It makes things so efficient. But if you can, yeah, if you start doing big box stores or big big shopping plazas and centers, yeah, you're going to want that line driver attachment. Your feet will thank you. Uh, okay, next post, Laura. We're gonna do, we'll do a few more here. Next post, uh, odd question from Laura. Is it feasible to disconnect the Graco line driver safety shutoff on the seat and still operate? Ooh, edgy. I like that, Laura. Laura's actually, I'm trying to yank her on the podcast for an interview. In fact, when I'm done recording here, I'm going to send her an email. Um, interesting question. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you can learn on Facebook. You're going to get different answers. Um, is it feasible to disconnect it? Yes, you can. Um, our, our company here personally, we do not, we leave them on just because we feel a little bit safer. It's the right thing to do. But, um, oh, in this case, yeah, I like the comments. It turns out probably the answer to her problem is she says after troubleshooting or sorry, every time we turn too fast on the machine it's killing the engine interesting every time she turns on the line driver too fast it kills the engine and everyone in the comments is saying the oil level is too low which makes nothing but sense ah very cool there you go see you can learn good stuff on the groups uh next post some guy bragging about paint next guy selling some equipment i like that uh some of the some of these groups i so i'm in canada right so a, a lot of these posts are from guys in the united states um, I have seen some incredible deals on used equipment on the Facebook groups, um, even converted from the American dollar to Canadian dollar. They've been some pretty skookum deals. So if you're looking for equipment or looking to buy another one or start your business, man, have a look on Facebook. Maybe even put out a post, you know, describing what you're looking for because somebody is selling a double gun 5900. It's a fourth gen, it looks like. Uh, so it's not the current generation, but it's, he says it's hardly used, um, $4,200 for a double gun 5,900. That is a screaming deal. If, as long as the equipment's in good shape, very, very cool. All right. Couple more next post. Uh, somebody's looking for paint. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I did the exact same thing, dudes. Like two weeks ago, I put a post out online. Like I'm in Canada, need paint. Anyone got some, I'll buy it. I'll pay out the nose for it. And actually somebody came through. We actually did manage to find some paint. We did have to pay out the nose for it, especially to get it shipped uh, across the country. But uh, if you're starving for paint, man, ask online. You never, the answer is always no until you ask. I think that's how the statement goes. Yeah, the answer is always no unless you ask. That's the, that's what I'm trying to say. The answer is always no unless you ask. Very cool. Uh, okay, I said two more. But this is the real two more. Uh, Blaine Jacket says Blaine's a legend, by the way. Blaine Jacket online. Um, I I don't know what the point of his post is. I think he's just telling about a job he did. Very cool. 
Uh, next post, Steve Lalande, quick question. We were able to secure 60 pails of Annis Flint white oil-based paint. Oh, I love that stuff. We used to use that all the time. We can't get it this year. I'm looking to get at least a dozen of these tinted blue. I'm wondering if that's a possibility. Sherwin-Williams is telling me no. Well, of course they're going to say no. It's not their paint. <laughs> they probably want nothing to do with it. Um, he says, I'm unsure. I know Ennis comes pre-tinted in blue, but was only able to get four pails of it. Interesting. I don't know the answer to that. I feel like Sherwin should still be able to do that. Uh, Eric says, it is tintable, but oh, there we go. Sherwin is not going to tint Ennis paint. Um, Steve says, we spent a lot of money there. I figured they'd help us out. Interesting. Ooh, a couple, a couple Sherwin bashings. Uh, I try not to get too involved in the, the bashings of certain suppliers. I mean, we've had our issues with all of our suppliers this year, but it, I mean, truly, I don't know how much of that is really their fault, right? Like how they can't get the product in. So, I mean, everyone's going to have a different experience. Maybe some people have legitimate complaints. Our suppliers have done pretty good for us, even though we haven't been able to always get paint. They've been good to deal with and pretty reasonable. Um, Jacob says, should you be able to buy an oil-based blue paint from Home Depot and tint it? I mean, that's true. Yeah, they tint paint there all the time. Um, Dave says you could buy containers of blue tint from Sherwin. Interesting. Add 20 ounce for Handicap Blue. Oh, very. See, this is why you guys should go on the Facebook groups. You learn cool stuff. I didn't realize you could buy the blue tint from Sherwin directly. That would have saved us a, a ton of issues. Uh, was it beginning of this year or the end of last year we were up north and we needed blue paint oh stink i wish i would have had that uh jim panzenhagen says you just need 20 ounce of blue no black very cool uh kurt says be careful about universal colorants these are usually for waterborne they're not compatible with solvent yeah good point um if you can kevin says if you can get one gallon of the blue oil tint it's 22 ounces oh so same comment yeah you can buy some of the oil tint and actually make your own blue handicap. That is super cool. Man, love the Facebook groups. I mean, you do have to be picky choosy. Unfortunately, there's a ton of questions on there. Like, how much did I charge for this job? We've talked about that in previous episodes. Please don't ever ask that question. <laughs> Please don't ever ask, what, how much should I charge for this job? Uh, I can't remember the exact episode we talked about it. Uh, I think it was episode 14. Yeah, episode 14. Only you know how much to charge. Not a good question to ask. But if you can sort through those kinds of questions on there, um, there's always good stuff on the Facebook groups. So check those out, guys. Not going to lie. really want somebody to come on for an interview. I'm trying. I've even, like, sent official invites to a couple people, like, with specific times, and they just they couldn't make it. Everyone's busy, and I get it. It's the season. Um, but I'm not going to give up. Uh, we do have some, pe uh, again, a special guest coming on next week to talk about the paint shortage, somebody well-connected in the industry. So we'll get you some good information on that next Tuesday. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you. Don't forget about the photo contest. Get those photos in and uh, keep your stripes hot. Talk to you next week. Bye.